Next Audio Lit Mag. I'm your host, Teresa Douglas. In this week's episode, we're going to hear creative nonfiction from Tak Erzinga. You Are What You Eat, The Taste of Barranquilla by Tak Erzinger. Life would be much nicer if one could carry the smells and tastes of the maternal home wherever they pleased, like water for chocolate, Lara Esquivel. No matter where you find yourself, you will always be Latina. Mariana Atencio. I plucked several garlic teeth crushing them one by one beneath my palm, my knife purposely slicing them finely. Then I squeezed limes, the citrus fragrance filling my hot kitchen as I collected the liquid in a bowl. I mixed in cumino, salt, chopped thyme, and dried oregano before placing the pork chops in the marinade. The chuletas, Colombian pork chops, would marinate for hours, It is through cooking and food that my family expresses love. Tonight I am preparing this meal for my boyfriend, and we will discuss what direction to go in with our future. My first memory is associated with food, a combination of garlic, cilantro, and cumino. My mother comes from the Caribbean coast of Colombia, a place called Barranquilla. It is a seaport town, a place where the Atlantic Ocean is met by the Magdalena River. From birth until third grade, we return there regularly to a large Spanish colonial house built in the 1920s, situated on a long boulevard in the Viejo Prado neighborhood. It is a place where the avenues seemed endless to me as a child, and then, as today, are lined with sumptuous mansions and gardens. The neighborhood was designed by two Iowan brothers, Carl and Robert Parrish, who decided to relocate to Colombia. The style of the homes, however, are an homage to the diversity of Barranquilla, brought by the immigrants who settled there, Lebanese, Syrians, Germans, Italians, and Jews, who were attracted to the possibilities of the port city of Barranquilla and what it had to offer. My abuelo's best friend and business partner was Lebanese. Those early childhood experiences in Colombia left a lifelong impression on me and my relationship with food, especially visiting the coasts of Santa Marta and Cartagena. I will always remember the little huts set up on the beach where mojara, a type of fish found in the Atlantic waters, was fried up with arroz, rice, and crispy patacones, fried green plantains, or arroz con chipichipi, a small white clam a recipe that incorporates the deeply rooted influences of the indigenous cultures of Colombia, the Europeans, Afro-Latino, and Indian heritage. After a morning of playing in the surf, my mother would call me to her side, where a young man would take a machete and open a fresh coconut, placing a straw inside for me to nurse on its warm milk. This would be accompanied by a snack of patacones, fresh off the griddle. To this day, every time I eat patacones, I am taken back to the sensation of that salty, hot delight, hitting my sun-kissed lips, salt on salt. It was heavenly, and it encompasses the better moments of my childhood. It is what I knew. It is what I was used to. 
The flavors of Barranquilla also evoke memories of Misabuelos in close patio with its Spanish tiles, centerpiece bubbling fountain, and large turtles that had already been old when my mother was a child. We would sit under the large guava trees where they would pluck a fresh fruit for me, my teeth sinking into its soft flesh while the juice would run down my chin. There was a constant flow of delicious aromas infusing the air of Misabuelos Casa. As an adult, whenever I'm confronted with these intoxicating smells, I'm transported back there in a heartbeat. I check on the chuletas I had placed in the oven, and my kitchen fills with an aroma, an infusion of all the herbs and spices combined with them, with the chuletas. My memory revisits various kitchens of my childhood, my mother's, mis tias, mis abuelos, and I feel warmed by love. I hope my boyfriend will be able to taste the love I have also put into this meal. I hope that he will be able to appreciate the flavors. It is so much more than a recipe. It is a part of my past that makes up who I am today. The closest I have ever felt to my mother is when we cook Colombian food. It is when I most understand her love and expression, which she demonstrates when either cooking for me or with me. We are a complicated bunch. However, cooking in my family is an act of love that is demonstrated without words. It unifies our cultural divides and misunderstandings. Within the walls of the kitchen, tensions dissipate and the existence becomes peaceful between first and second generation Colombians in my family. It is a ritual where we convene with our ancestral past handed down through generations in the form of recipes and traditions. When I cook the food of Barranquilla with my mami and her sisters, we are transported back to Colombia through our senses, evoking memories, retelling our stories and experiences. It's like the kitchen becomes a time machine that takes us home when we cannot return. In La Cocina, food forges my relatives together allowing us to put our differences aside and commune as one. We all get excited about the prospect of sharing a meal of sancocho, arroz con pollo, changua, and egg soup from the recipe of my abuela's childhood home in Bucaramanga. It is the capital of Santander in the north-central Colombia. And when we are apart, the ritual of preparing these meals keeps us close at heart. My knowledge of these recipes has helped me to stay connected to my roots, keeping alive my early childhood experiences in Colombia. The food of my mother's country has helped me to explore the Latinx in myself, allowing me to express myself in an intimate way, transcending language. And much like my mommy, whenever I feel homesick, I return to these recipes, finding comfort in the preparation and joy of sharing these meals with my friends and husband. Every time I relive a different occasion and memory, but I also create new ones as well. I won my husband's heart over a plate of chuletas, pork chops. I especially prepared for him using the flavors of Colombia. I felt it was imperative for him to get to know me through my cooking. If he had not liked the food, the spices, or the overall flavors, I would have to rethink how we proceeded with dating, because for me, the dishes I prepare are enmeshed with my cultural identity. Years later, he still comments on the first meal that I made for him and that he could taste the love in my cooking, 
He jokes that I use brujaria in my food, a type of witchcraft, to get him to fall in love with me. My boyfriend later became my husband, and on Valentine's Day, when I arrived home after a long, hard day and opened the door, I was embraced by El Sabor, a familiar sense. It was as if my family had returned to me, but instead my husband had taken it upon himself to cook arroz con pollo, exactly as he had witnessed my mother and I making it. I could smell and taste the love in every bite. He knew how homesick I had been for the women in my family, and since he couldn't bring them to me, he felt that he could at least recreate the feeling of family, enabling me to taste and even digest the spirits of those I was missing. He has embraced this part of my Colombian heritage in the kitchen, nourishing my soul as well as my body. And much like my family, he used this recipe so close to my heart to show his love for me. Now more than ever since the start of the COVID pandemic, I have felt isolated and separated from my family, who were scattered across the world. My abuela has long died. People have had falling outs, and it has been a lifetime ago since I have returned to Colombia. However, inside my kitchen, I have all the ingredients at my fingertips to come for me during times of stress and frustration keeping me grounded and close to the cultural traditions that shape who I am. Colombian food is the portal to my heritage and keeps me close to those that are far away. All those recipes are like love letters from the past that transport me to various kitchens of my childhood. Those dishes taste like home and keep me connected to my roots. for listening to Latinx Audio Rhythmic. Tune into the next episode where you'll learn a little more about the author and the piece you just heard. I know you're really going to enjoy it.